When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. It's the fourth quarter now. I don't care about the actual fourth quarter losses that have come before this Nebraska team. Where this team is at in the season right now is their fourth quarter. You live and die by these moments. Are you the team you think you can be? Or are you just another white plate in a cabinet full of other white plates? No. This is where you become a red plate. This is the point in the season where you separate yourself from the rest that have been haunting your game for the last five years. This is where you make something of yourself, the program and the future of Nebraska. Ethan Piper's mom's here. You fight if it means you die. You fight, you fight, you fight, and you take for once what we want. Enough is waiting for something good to happen. Who's the guy that's supposed to make the difference? I'm surrounded by it. Now you guys freaking do it. We on the same page? Yes, fight, fight, fight. If that doesn't fire you up, I don't know what will. All eyes on you this weekend. Sat, don't be throwing the ball on third and goal. It's prime time, baby. Don't fail yourselves. Don't fail your teammates. Trust your instincts. Play fearless. Play fearless. And go win yourself a football game. Woo! With that, we welcome you in to a football Friday here on Herd at Sports. Come on. Good morning. If that doesn't get you fired up and ready to go for the day, I don't know what will. Was getting some one take wonder. Was getting some uh, 300 vibes there. This is where we fight. This is where they die. <laughs> Good, well done there by my guy Andrew Rogers. I'm Robbie. Don't forget about Ethan Piper's mom. Oh, Ethan Piper's mom. She's, you know, I know your point at that too. He didn't have much to say. Um, <laughs> we're here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities live from the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill and the H and H Chevrolet stage. We've got a great football Friday show for you here. Today, we're going to have our usual suspects. We've got our guy MRI coming up at 8 o'clock. You're getting an MRI today? No, oh, no, no, no. Michael Rosario, oh. former Husker. Although he might oh, be we are able, getting an inside look with him. I'll say, he might be able to diagnose what's going on <laughs> with Nebraska football for us um, with our guy Michael Rosario, former Nebraska Cornhusker. At 9 o'clock, another usual suspect, Mike Sodder, coming in. We've got state championship football coming up on Monday and Tuesday yeah, in the capital right. in the capital city. 
Uh, so we'll talk to our guy Mike Sauter about that as well. Maybe we'll touch a little Nebraska basketball with him. We haven't been able to get to a ton of Nebraska basketball this That'd be week. Great. But they've picked up a couple wins. Four uh, in a row, right? I believe that's right. First four no start since Jesus. like the 1800s, according was, to TK yesterday. Maybe ever. <laughs> um, and then we wrap up the show, as always, with Matt Verzal. But we've also got a little special guest for you this morning, uh, Cole Carmody. He covers Kansas State football. And the reason we're talking to Cole is because, A, there's a big rivalry game this weekend between Kansas State and KU. Uh, a top 25 matchup. I, I don't remember when the last time that happened was. It's probably more recently than I'm recalling. But it's I kind of enjoy seeing a top 25 Kansas State-Kansas matchup. Uh, you like to see the local teams do well mm -hmm. here. And now that we're not in the Big 12, who cares? You can root for them. It's all good. Um, Kansas State has, has gotten a lot of Nebraska guys in their program over the – Nebraska high school guys, I mean – in their program well, and, 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 and Amar, <laughs> you know, so, you know, one of the a transplant as well. Uh, so but the other reason I want to talk to Cole was because Chris Kleiman's name mm -hmm. keeps popping up on these lists and it's going to keep popping up on these lists, most prominently with the Texas A&M job. But that's a really, really good football coach doing a really good job at a school where People weren't sure anyone besides Bill Snyder could succeed there because no one besides Bill Snyder had ever succeeded there, right. including during his first retirement where he where they uh, went Ron Prince. And he's like, this is so ugly. I have to unretire to fix it. And then you got Chris Kleiman, who comes in from North Dakota State and kind of picks up right where uh, Bill Snyder left off. So he's obviously a very, a very, very good football coach and can win in some difficult situations. I'm curious to see from Cole how much worry there is about losing him um, and how much, uh, I mean, how much they're, what they're trying to do to try and keep him. You know, last year when Leipold's name was coming up for like Wisconsin and Nebraska. They extended him. They extended him, but not only extended him, because that extension sat on his desk for a long time. They put together they tried to get their NIL ducks in a row because that was one of the things that he was worried about, being able to compete long-term at Kansas. Uh, I believe they announced a new facility in that time as well. I mean, they really rolled out the red carpet to say, hey, we are committed to football, which has been the question at Kansas a lot of times, right? A lot of times it's been like, well, as long as basketball teams go. Yeah, they're our big numerical. You can kind of do whatever you want. Well, K-State, too, think about it. Uh, they offered Kleiman a, an extension last year as well. Yeah. He's got an eight-year deal now. Because his name came up with, with mm -hmm. those. So, I mean, you, it probably would have to be a big program like Texas A&M to pay the buyout. Well, and he's only making $5.5 million annually. You know A&M can give him could double at it least, if they wanted to <laughs> I was going to say at least four million more yeah they could double it if they want to I mean it, it wouldn't be they could double it and still not have to pay him more than they paid than they paid Jimbo I mean Jimbo was right at 11 so uh that's why we're talking to Cole Carmody at 745 because I just find that whole situation with climate and these kind of these quote-unquote smaller big uh, power five schools that have to try and hold on to their coaches because they get poached when they do well or can potentially get poached when they do well. It's an unfamiliar position for Kansas because they don't do well enough to get their coaches poached right. usually. But Kansas State, and it's kind of unusual for Kansas State too because, I mean, Bill Snyder wasn't going anywhere. The field was named after him. So he was kind of a lifer at that point. 
Um, so it's an unusual position for Kansas State to be in, and, and we'll talk to Cole Carmody from uh, PowerCat. That's the Kansas State 24-7 network at 745 to get that going as well. But speaking of coaches, Coach Rule at his presser yesterday mm-hmm. had some interesting things. Yeah, he likes the Bears. To say, well, I don't know if he likes him. He liked the shirt, at least. He liked the shirt that somebody <laughs> in the press conference yeah, He said bear shirt. Nice. Yeah, well, he might have been saying nice shirt, not nice bears. No, you know, no he said nice to the Bears. I mean, listen. You should have put shirt after that. Nice. You're not, you're not going <laughs> to. You're not gonna like some of my picks later with the with the Bears, but um, no, it, you know I I'm listening to that because he went on, you know only about 17 minutes yesterday, not his not his not post game 37 minuter that uh, that he was well, doing. You know, I kind of took notice that there weren't like a heck of a lot of people there either. Yeah, um, it wasn't like the normal spread. Uh, people were kind of pulled in a ton of yeah. different directions, and the room seemed a bit smaller. Yeah, and I. Th- think the Thursday one is generally a little smaller than the Monday one mm-hmm. because you're not coming right off of a game, but um, that is a good point. Uh, a couple of things that kind of stuck out to me, I think we found out for sh- I mean, I know he didn't say this specifically, but th- what he said about Harburg mm-hmm. let me know that that dude is not playing unless right. it's an emergency. Right. Because um, he hadn't practiced yet this week. He thinks he's going to practice today. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he, he thought he was going to He said tomorrow, which is now today. Um, but Chuba and Jeff have been splitting first-team reps the whole week, and they are taking Luke Longville on the trip with them to be the fourth quarterback, which lets me know that Harburg is like, hey, if you have to go in there to take snaps and hand the ball off, we'll do that, but that's about the only situation where we're going to put him into play. Um, so that was interesting, number one, kind of a confirmation about what we thought, I think, uh, about Harburg's injury. Uh, number two, I do think he's playing it pretty coy with who his starting quarterback's going to be. I would be shocked if he didn't know already. Like, that doesn't seem like him at all. Mm-hmm. And He knows. He's just yes. not telling us yet. Because he doesn't want to tell Wisconsin yet, right? Like, he doesn't want Wisconsin to be able to prepare because – Unlike Harburg and Sims, where the game plans are pretty similar, mm-hmm. I imagine the the game plans between Chuba and, Chuba Sims. and Sims are dramatically different. So, especially with that Chuba groin injury, because Chuba is pretty mobile, as we saw at the end of the game last week. But with the groin injury that's kind of been nagging him all season, that I, I believe I've been told is going to require surgery at some point, is that's going to be a dramatically different game plan, especially with that injury. So. I think he's being smart and not letting Wisconsin know who it's going to be because I genuinely – it's not like you can handicap that situation the same way you can with Heinrich Harburg. I genuinely think it's possible that either one of these guys start. I personally go Chuba. That's where I've been all week. I just am over the Jeff Sims experiments. Yeah, for me, it's what quarterback's going to win you the fourth quarter. It's not about who's going to win you the first three. I'm focusing on who's going to win me the fourth quarter. Although I'd take all the first three as well. But, yeah, the fourth quarter is obviously sure, but, where their emphasis has been. But in the, in the first been. three, yeah. the defense can get you to the fourth quarter. Yeah. And we've seen that this season mm-hmm. in at least two or three games. Yeah. That the defense has gotten you all the way there. I mean, Minnesota and Maryland for sure. But the turnover issues 
have what costed you in the end. Yeah. What quarterback is going to win you the fourth quarter? Because you know this game's going into the fourth quarter again. This is a Wisconsin team that's not very good. Yeah. And so this game's going to be close. It's not going to be separated by the five-point mark. It's probably going to be closer to three. Mm-hmm. And you're going to find out that you need a quarterback that can at, um, at least protect the football once they get past the 50. Mm-hmm. and they're in enemy territory. You yep. need somebody to be able to do that. Whoever you have the most confidence in doing that, that's who you have to choose um, based off previous experience. It's probably not Jeff Sims. No. It's probably Purdy. But what we have to remember with Purdy is he's not fully healthy. So you can't do crazy things with him either. So I think that's an important distinction there too because I don't even know – that you need the quarterback that's going to win you the fourth quarter. You need the quarterback that's not going to lose you the fourth quarter because that's what Jeff. Oh, Sims that would did. be a win if you don't right. lose me the fourth quarter. But there's a difference in terms of like how they play, right? I don't necessarily need a guy to go out and make huge splash plays and things like that. I need Jeff Sims not to turn it over on two consecutive plays to start the fourth quarter, right? <clears throat> that <clears throat> excuse me. That's what you need in order to actually win this game is right there. just. Not sabotaging yourself. That's that's the thing that we've seen over and over and over again is they sabotage themselves. And listen, I don't know if Chubba Purdy's that guy or not. His track record of college football is spotty and pretty short. Mm-hmm. Even though he's been in college a while, he had a couple games at Florida State, he had some mop-up duty at Nebraska, and he had a couple games at Nebraska last year. That's it. My guy just does not have a long track record. I think he's thrown like under – I, it might be under 100 passes total in his college career. It's definitely under 200. It's not even a season's worth of experience. And he's been in college for, I think, four years now. This is a guy that is a total unknown in my mind. Mm-hmm. But the unknown of Purdy is more comforting to me than the known of Jeff Sims at this yeah, point. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny about this? We wouldn't even be having this conversation if Nebraska wasn't – uh, in a spot where they could be playing for a bowl game. Yeah. Because if they were three and what would they be if they're five? Three, three and seven. seven. If they were three and seven right now, mm-hmm. Chubba Purdy would be the answer. Oh, maybe not. Chubba Purdy may get shut down because you're not really playing for much at this point. But if Chubba Purdy were playing, he's the answer in this game for sure because you, 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 don't, have. Ne- you don't need to go with the – uh, or you don't have to worry about the unknown in a game like this because, you know, there's not much at stake. And you want to see what you have to know moving forward what's in the quarterback But because room. you are 5-5, five and five, because this, this Nebraska team is 5-5, five and five, that's why you get this, this pool of uncertainty mm-hmm. because you know, okay, we have a chance to win and we have a chance to move forward in December. We have a chance to make headway through recruiting based on where we play in December as well. But who's going to get us there? Do I really want a guy that's 60, 70%? Do I want a guy that's 80%? I don't know what, where Chubba falls on that line. Yeah. Or do I want a healthy Jeff Sims that, yes, we know his past. He can't hold on to the football. But maybe we develop a game plan this week where all you do is give it to Emmett Johnson 25 times. Yeah, and I <laughs> – this sounds so cynical. I, I don't know that I trust Jeff Sims to do anything because there have been – dropped and it's not just on sims part of it is i don't trust satterfield to call that kind of game consistently 
because there's been drop snaps. There's like there's been such simple. Mm-hmm. Well, Satterfield's got to take it easy on on Sims this week if he's the starter. He's well, got to take it, really it easy just, on either of them. Well, just the end of the year, but especially Sims yeah. in the emotional state that he's in. Yeah, we would think. Yeah, because we talked with Avery about this on Wednesday. This is a competitor mm-hmm. that is struggling right now. Yeah, he's and you in can't it. keep putting him in situations that will will cause him to go back to that dark place. Mm-hmm. You have to make it easy on the guy, which is why I emphasized being basic on Monday yeah. and just taking the points and not, re- and not thinking you have Marvin Harrison and Brock Bowers on your team because you don't have superstars. No. You, you, you don't have guys that can clean up mistakes on a throw that may be a little out of reach for a receiver that Harrison and Bowers probably grab all the time, yeah. but it goes over Fedoni's head. You just don't. And it's not a knock on the talent at Nebraska. It's that you just don't have elite superstars. And so they can't be there to make a bad throw look okay. Well, and you also, the guys that we're talking about, maybe they end up being, I'm not saying they're going to end up being Marvin Harrison and, and Bowers, but you might have some Sunday guys on this team, but they're all freshmen. They're all fr- – I mean, all the, all the receivers except for Billy Kemp are freshmen. Thomas Vadoni is playing his first year of college football. I get he's not a freshman, but this is his first year of college football, right? So these guys, maybe next year, the year after that, maybe they do start making these plays. Maybe they do start cleaning up for your quarterback. Maybe they do start helping you when things aren't clean and perfect. But right now, they're just trying to be able to do their job, much less – cover up for your job too so that's another difficult position for the quarterbacks and that's why a lot of the season I've had such a hard time being critical of Satterfield because he is in a really difficult position the whole team is but it's not always it's not always pretty not always easy it certainly hasn't been pretty are you sure sure? I'm pretty sure pretty I'm pretty well I'm I'm Pretty I mean, sure. it, it looks More like my ears, maybe less sleep. <laughs> it looks like my niece putting makeup on my face. That's how <laughs> pretty like, it looks. It's like the it's like the Joker putting his clown makeup on. Just <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think I think my niece has less turnovers than we've seen. That's right pro- now, that's probably sucks. true. <laughs> um, so we'll get into more Nebraska football at eight o'clock when we talk to. Uh, when we talk to our guy, Michael Rose-Ivy. Get to our three keys as well. Three keys to the game. We're going to make some picks later, our, call, our uh, college and NFL picks. Um, I've actually been doing okay on the NFL. I'm not doing as, as good on college, but I'm doing okay See, on the NFL. See, I haven't tracked my picks, but uh, last week I believe I went 2-1, and one, so I'm okay with that. So I only do – I only track my picks because I'm in, like, a pick em league with a couple buddies. Mm-hmm. And so whatever – I make five picks for college and, fo- and NFL, both on those – and I just take three of my picks that I like the most and use them here. Uh, so kind of, you know, two birds, one stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. But the deal for me is I just am able to track it because the guy that keeps track of it for that league, I don't actually keep track of it on my own because that's not, you know, I'm not a very, <laughs> I'm not a super organized person in that sense. <laughs> um, I can barely remember what teams I picked to be in the Final Four last week. Uh, but Carry the two. <laughs> I know Creighton. I know I picked Creighton in Kansas. Hey, that math doesn't math. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, so I did want to – we were talking about this off the air because, uh, you know, a little, little behind the scenes here, okay? Every morning uh, I get a text from our, our boss, mm-hmm. um, and she sends me, hey, these are the people supporting our show today, like just so, so we remember them and everything like that. Which is great and a huge help. Super helpful because I would forget every day. <laughs> I, like I would. I'm very good when she texts me about it. If I didn't have that, I would be. I'm terrible, as as I mentioned. Not she keeps su- us in line. Not super organized. <laughs> That's why she gets paid the big bucks. Uh, so, <laughs> she uh, usually she's up 
before me, or at least sends the text before I me. Think she sleeps, and she she sends it usually by like six or six thirty in the morning. I mean, no, she ready didn't to sleep go last night. Yeah, so <laughs> I where I get to the show this morning, and it's about seven o'clock, and I so I text her. I go, hey, a- ads, please. And that's all I say. Please. And, well, I want to be nice about it. And she's like, hey, sorry, I just woke up. Because I, I, I forgot she does this thing every year, which is bonkers to me because I would never do it. Mm-hmm. She goes to the Basilica Axe Murder House and in Iowa. And that's in Iowa, Iowa right? Yeah. yeah. And Because like, it's all coming back to me. It's a, uh, it's a like, experience because it's, it's supposed to be haunted because there is this, like, gruesome – Axe murders that happened in that house, I, I think, like, 100 years ago, like, late 1800s, early 1900s, somewhere in there. And I got to say, that is not something I would do in a million bajillion years. Not, I mean, you, there is, I don't think there is an amount of money that you could pay me unless I was able, allowed to be sedated to the point of not knowing where I was. Would not well, be. I, I could help you with that. We can just go back to the back of the bar here at Herd at Sports. <laughs> That's the only way I would do it. And even then, it's like, eh. is that something you would ever do? No. no. Hard pass. Yeah. Because uh, there's a place in St. Louis called uh, the Limp Mansion. Okay. Um, which it's, it's kind of the same thing. I, if I remember the story correctly, it was a family member that, like, killed every, every everybody else. Yeah. Um, I'll have to, like really do some research because it, it's been a while since I've I've um, like recounted this story mm-hmm. but it, it's a mansion in St. Louis that essentially does the same thing yeah it's not axe murder it's it's a little bit different but people died in different rooms yeah yeah. and I think it was um, they were like a really rich family okay uh, because obviously mansion the mansion right? yeah um, this is like a farmhouse in so, Iowa. so people yeah. do that uh, all the time though uh, and stay at this place, and I just don't want to be uh, uh, in touch with the supernaturals. Um, no, I, I'm okay no. with staying in my uh, in, in in my house in Omaha that uh, has no backstory. It was built on a cul-de-sac. <laughs> uh, it's got a driveway. I don't know if yours has a driveway, but mine has a driveway. Yeah, <laughs> like every other house is what I'm saying. Yes, I that's want, my house. I want a normal. I've I've literally. This is a true story. Uh, you know, uh, my wife and I bought our first house, uh, about four years ago at this point. And we went to a couple different houses that I, that I, we both genuinely really liked. But if I get creepy vibes from a house, it's an immediate no, just a hard no. No. I'm just not doing it. Like just, listen, it's a big purchase, obviously. But if I get any sort of creepy vibe from a house, right, I am just a million percent out. Like yes, no matter, that crap on that's me. what the Lent Mansion looks like. See, that's a pretty dope looking house. It my, is dope, but it doesn't it look creepy? It does. Like yeah. imagine it being dark and not light in this photo. Yeah, my my <laughs> wife would be like, "Ooh, that's a pretty house." Um, it's the I always say it wrong. It's Veliska Axe Murder House. I always want to say. I don't know what I said the first time, but Velisca asks mm-hmm. Murder House. But, yeah, so I, I – a ghost? <laughs> basically, the point of that story is our boss is much tougher than we are. Um, I it, And she does this, I think, every year. She goes mm-hmm. every – it's like a, a little pilgrimage. She has had some weird stuff happen, she told me. So, like – Yeah, not for me. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need any other chance to be uh, the, worried in this world. The moment there was, like – a breeze that I couldn't explain. Like, I'm out. Chills. Like, I don't even need something weird Unless to happen. Unless you're guaranteeing me that Nebraska wins this weekend, <laughs> I'm not going to sit in that house for 15 minutes. I need more than a bull berth 
to sit in that oh, house. No, I I'm need okay. I need like a natty if I'm sitting in that house. A natty? I can <laughs> yeah. get you a natty. I need a I, uh, no. I can get you a nat- natural light. No, no na- worries. National title. <laughs> oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> natty light's not going to encourage me to stay anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on how much you drink. <laughs> Unless they're a sponsor, then we love you. Um, but no, the uh, but yeah. So uh, shout out to Sasha for being uh, BA and and way tougher than we are. How because. I, I can't eat. Yeah, that's part of the reason I wear, wear headphones when I'm asleep. I, I hear, like, noises in the house, mm-hmm. which is, ex- you know, it's reasonable because I have a, a billion pets. So, like, I ever, somebody's always making a noise. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I, I can't do it. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, so, shout, shout out to Sasha there. And, and I can't believe she's up already. Like, just work at, burning the candle at both ends there. Um, so, yeah, that's our little fun Sasha story. For I'm this reading morning. more about this Lem family, and it's crazy. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You're going to be creeped out. Uh, coming up next, we've got a little – we've been trying to talk about Jim Harbaugh all week. There's been too much going on. Finally, they accept the suspensions. So we're going to talk about Harbaugh and Michigan. Coming up Ridiculous. next here on Herd at Sports Radio.